final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. The BYU Cougars pick up their first loss of the season, falling in overtime to Utah Valley, 72-65. Welcome in to Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires, the team you trust. Certainly a tough night, a difficult loss, and a night made tougher with the loss of Gavin Baxter, who uh, was injured early in the game, uh, was uh, helped off the floor, what looked to be a left knee injury. We do not know any specifics in terms of the severity of that. It certainly did not look good, but uh, that obviously uh, with the loss just uh, kind of adding to uh, to a very difficult night for BYU basketball. Uh, but let's get to some other scores before we head back to the UCCU Center for more postgame uh, reaction. We will go to the top 25. It appears that uh, the only game that is still going on is just underway, and it's number 20 USC hosting the University of Utah. The game is 90 seconds old, and it is tied at eight apiece early in that one, that game being played in Los Angeles. Everything else in the top 25 is a final. Number five, UCLA defeats Colorado 73-61. Number 23, Wisconsin gets the win over Georgia Tech by four, 70-66. Sixth-ranked Villanova defeats Penn 71-56. Number 10, Arkansas on top of Central Arkansas 97-60. Razorbacks getting the dominating win. One of a couple of upsets tonight, Oklahoma defeats 14th-ranked Florida 74-67. Another upset, Georgia takes down 18th-ranked Memphis 82-79. Number 19, Iowa State defeating Arkansas Pine Bluff 83-64. Number 21, Auburn defeating Central Florida 85-68. Michigan State ranked 22nd in the nation, gets the 73-64 victory over Louisville and here is another upset North Carolina big win over number 24 Michigan Tar Heels get the win by 21 points 72 to 51 and number 25 Seton Hall takes care of Wagner 85 to 63 teams in the West Coast Conference tonight playing uh, one game is a final Pacific losing to UC Davis 63 to 57 and with five and a half minutes to go in the second half San Diego State at Fresno State Bulldogs with a 12 point lead over the Toreros at 52 to 40. All right we'll take a break coming up we'll hit the night in the pros NBA scores coming your way next your final tonight from Orem BYU falls to Utah Valley Wolverines beat the Cougars 72 to 65 in overtime we will have more Cougar post game live next on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. In overtime, Utah Valley defeats BYU 72-65. The Cougars now 6-1 on the season. It is now a record of 7-1 for the Wolverines. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. 
Big O Tires, the team you trust. Up next for BYU, they will hit the road this weekend. They will be heading to Springfield, Missouri for a battle against the Missouri State Bears. That's a game that will get underway at 2 p.m. Mountain Time. So we will have Cougar pregame live for you at 1 o'clock Mountain Time right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. In the pros, one game still going on on the West Coast. A couple of California teams battling at the Staples Center or whatever, the Crypto.com Arena. I'm not sure if that's officially changed yet or not. At the break, the Clippers trailing the Kings by 10. Sacramento with a 62-52 to lead at the break. Everything else in the association is a final. The Hawks win in Indiana over the Pacers, 114-111. The Magic defeat the Denver Nuggets, 108-103. I think Denver had about three healthy players. I think that's what they're down to on their roster at this point. Washington Wizards defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves, 115-107. We mentioned this game earlier in the broadcast. The Celtics outlast the 70. 86ers 88 to 87 the Celtics in town on Friday to take on the Utah Jazz at Vimmit Arena the Cleveland Cavaliers go on the road to Miami defeat the Heat 111 to 85 bucks on top of the Hornets 127 to 125 Dallas gets the win in New Orleans over the Pelicans 139 to 107 and the Houston Rockets four better than the Thunder in OKC 114 2-1-10. That is a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we'll get you back to the UCCU Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final tonight from Orem, UVU defeating BYU in overtime, 72-65. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Marcelo, angle left. Marcelo, elbow Game. jumper. Got it! The Cougar Locker Room Show is brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Now let's head back to the Bilt Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougar Locker Room Show brought to you in part by Brady Industries. Brady Industries, a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment. Brady Industries, honestly, better. Learn more at BradyIndustries.com. Well, the Cougars came into tonight's game shorthanded, and uh, even the players who were here, a lot of them were dealing with illness. There was something that went around and through the team the last couple days, and Gideon George couldn't make it to the game. Others who were sick played, and then... In game, Gavin Boxter, Baxter was lost to what Mark Pope has already told the media is a torn ACL in his other knee. So back-to-back years with ACLs for Gavin Baxter. And um, on this night, where BYU was dealing with kind of a lot of sickness and illness, they've chosen to get the team out as quickly as possible. So we will not have any players for you on the Cougar Locker Room show tonight. They've already left the building. In fact, the entire team is gone, including coaches. Uh, But we will have some recorded comments from Coach Mark Pope coming up. Uh, during our post-game coaches show, and that's a little bit ahead right now. So we'll take a break. We'll come back to Orem. BYU falls in overtime tonight, 72-65. Utah Valley defeats 12th-ranked BYU. That ranking, at least number 12, will be short-lived as the Cougars take their first loss of the year in a very painful way, Uh, the pain exacerbated by the season loss of Gavin Baxter to an ACL. That's just a terrible, uh, almost a... you know, uh, unfathomable news for a player that's now had three season-ending injuries in back-to-back-to-back years. But we'll continue our post-game coverage here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougar Locker Room Show brought to you by Visible Supply Chain Management. From freight to packaging to fulfillment to small parcel services, Visible is driven to reimagine the entire supply chain. Visible Supply Chain Management, a Maersk company. Learn more at visiblescm.com. Well, the bottom fell out for 6-0 BYU tonight at UVU. 72-65, Utah Valley wins it in overtime. And unfortunately, because the entire team left quickly following tonight's game, um, illness through the team, uh, the main reason to get them out and get them uh, recovering as quickly as possible for the weekend trip to Missouri State. No players for you, and uh, Coach Pope is also not available to us here in the building. So we do have recorded comments that Coach Pope made a short time ago, and we're working to uh, get those ready to air, and we'll have that for you during our Cougar postgame coaches show. But, Mark, uh, I, I, I don't know what you'll look back as maybe the main culprit uh, for this one, you know, in pure numbers, you say, well, it's your worst shooting night of the year. How do you win a game at, at 31.9%? But by the same token, UVU shot 31.3%. The glaring number becomes the free throws. 35 attempts for UVU to BYU 17. Many of those came late when BYU needed to foul, but they also speak to the physical tone that UVU set and maintained and the lack of physicality with BYU down a couple of bodies Yes, Gavin Baxter and Gideon George would have come in very handy tonight. But this is the deep team. We've talked about the depth for a long time now. As soon as Mark started signing these guys and bringing them in, and, and the depth didn't give BYU enough in enough other places tonight, unfortunately. And it wasn't that they didn't try hard, and didn't play hard, and didn't grind and try and get it done. But they needed a little more inside than they got uh, tonight. Yeah, I mean, it was a tough matchup for Foose. He was overmatched with, uh, with AMAC and... I thought Atiki Ali Atiki did a nice job coming in, but his basketball experience is limited. Uh, he put a nice big body on him. But the, what it boils down to to me is you're in a tight game, and their best players played a lot better than our best players. And and Alex Barcelo was desperately trying to get a shot. They did a tremendous job not letting him have a shot, forcing other guys to step up and hit a shot. They didn't do it. Tijon struggled late in that game. Uh, you know, Caleb Lohner did make one big shot but missed a couple. Spencer Johnson, I mean, you had guys here and there make a shot, but what it boils down to is if you're in a tight game, they're, they're better, their best players made the plays, and our best players didn't make the plays. And I don't blame Alex. I don't blame – because, I mean, the whole focus of the defense was to stop them, and he couldn't get a shot. But credit, credit UVU. I mean, they, they came out with a game plan. They played hard. They had really good players make play really good, and and they're at home, and BYU can have all the excuses they want about sickness and injuries, and no nobody cares, nobody cares. I mean, it will assuage maybe us a little bit as BYU fans, but nobody cares. That's a loss against a team you should have beat, and that one's going to hurt for a long time for this team. So many what ifs in this one, and and my automatic one if what if will take me back to the fact that never got more than seven points. Had you made it a nine point lead with under four minutes to play. Do you have enough to hang on at that point? We'll never know. And they had a look to do it from the free throw line. And and the free throw misses, while there weren't a ton of them, uh, five misses in 17 tries came at some pretty important times tonight for BYU in this seven-point loss. All right, that is our Cougar Locker Room Show. Coach Mark Pope's postgame comments are coming up momentarily. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. Also by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Utah Valley 72, BYU 65 in overtime is our final score. BYU's first loss of the season is BYU's first ever loss here in Orem. Only the second all-time meeting between these two teams here. BYU falls tonight. Uh, Utah Valley now can say it's beaten BYU in Provo and in Orem as the Wolverines take it by seven in a game BYU never could put away. Indeed, BYU led for 36 minutes and 15 seconds. UVU led for four minutes and 31 seconds, including most of overtime. And Mark, the theme tonight was BYU let UVU hang around and hang around and hang around. And in the end, they got burned by it. Yeah, I mean, you just, that's it right there is if a team is in the game late, crazy stuff can happen. Fardos, uh, AMAC can make a 28 foot three. I mean, you just, you, you almost lose control at that point. And uh, so it, the game wasn't less necessarily lost then. It was lost earlier when you had the chances to go up double digits multiple times, open looks, didn't get it done, maybe extinguished a little bit of hope that UVU had. But if they get five minutes in the game, they're still in it. Man, their confidence is high. They're going to win this. The crowd's into it. And it's super dangerous. And obviously that played out uh, right before BYU's eyes tonight. So BYU has to regroup in a lot of ways as they hit the road for Missouri State. A tough game to win. This is a top 60 Ken Palm team on the road. And there's no, there are no soft spots. It's Missouri State Saturday. It's Utah State next Wednesday. Justin Bean is Fardos Amat. Yeah, and then yeah. some in a different way. I mean, this is this, and then Creighton away from home at Weber State with the Wildcats playing the way they are. Then you go to, Florida, uh, to Hawaii for a tournament. That's all still to come in November. So the 6-0 start. Hard-earned, full marks, but to keep on winning is going to take a lot of fortitude from this team, which will now try to rebound not just the loss, the mental, uh, the, the mental aspect of it, but then physically get well, get through the sickness that's going through the team, uh, deal with the Gavin Baxter injury, find yourself a new starting big, and and start new game plans. I mean, no Richard Harward, no Gavin Baxter, Gideon George for a night at least. This is not the team BYU thought it would have a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, everybody has issues, uh, but this seems to be particularly hard for BYU. I mean, to lose Gavin and Richard, we don't know when he'll be back. I, You know, if he can find a way to get back as soon as possible, I, he, he, obviously his health is the number one concern, but they could use a kind of an injection of you know, hope and uh, excitement to get somebody like that back on the floor. Uh and, you know, Gavin, I'm just, I'm just sick about Gavin. I, I know Gavin a little bit and what he had to go through twice already. I, I mean, I just, I just, I've, I've never been kind of hit that much by an injury as I am with Gavin. And he just played his best game the other night at Utah. And, and it's a real force in there. And you say, well, you know, he only gets, you know, six or eight points a game. He is, with Spencer Johnson, the best defender on BYU's team, and he understands it. He he moves his feet. He, he's in the right place to help, uh, and he's so long. He's a, he's a, a force at the rim. Now, you got a guy like Fardos uh, Amak, and he had a nice night tonight, 
and he didn't have a nice night last year. And part of that is because you didn't have Gavin, that pick and roll, that high screen and roll. BYU struggled with it all night with, with Harmon. Maybe you don't with, with uh, Gavin Baxter because he's so smart and he moves his feet so well. And, and so, I mean, that's a huge loss. You cannot minimize how big that was for BYU. He was the heart and soul for me of defense. And, and what he had gone through to get back, I mean, I, I just, I'm just devastated by it. And when I think back to when he went down, and you, you kind of alluded to it too, normally with that, that kind of knee injury, you're going to grab, you're going to gesture, you're going to roll around, you're going to be in pain. And his motionlessness was, I think, the absolute despondency of knowing. He, he knew. knew. He knew, right? He knew. Immediately. Because he'd already had it with the other knee, and he knew, and he couldn't move. He was like, he, he just, his body went limp and he was on the floor knowing another season is over. This is three consecutive years that a season ends early in the year for Gavin Baxter, so truly, naturally, athletically gifted and unable to help BYU for most of his college career. And we can only wait and wonder for what comes next. We'll take a break as we continue. Utah Valley wins 72-65 in overtime over BYU on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, time for the Economics Partners Valuable Stat of the Game brought to you by Economics Partners. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise one of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. And the valuable stat of the game tonight was valuable for the other team, unfortunately, but it's a two-pronged stat. BYU had been doing so well, uh, Mark Durant, in, in, in the rebounds and the points in the paint. And tonight, although the rebound tally was in BYU's favor by a slim margin of 53-50, BYU was outscored in the paint by double digits, 30-20. to 20. And then the second prong of this stat is second-chance points off of offensive rebounds. BYU had 15 offensive rebounds. And the minimum average you expect is 1-1. One second-chance points off of offensive rebounds. If you get 15 boards on the offensive end, you look for 15 points. Well, it was five points on 15 offensive rebounds tonight. Not enough stickbacks off that many offensive boards. So those are the valuable stats of the game that contributed to BYU's demise tonight. Well, obviously, you know, we talked about Gavin, but the, the inside play is a real problem for BYU. Um, Caleb Lohner is just offensively is really struggling. He had a nice game against uh, Central Methodist and it was okay against Utah but has really struggled obviously hasn't made a three this year uh, Fusini uh, has taken a couple steps back I mean he was so good uh, it's hard to expect too much from, from him right but didn't score tonight um, maybe was a little outmatched uh, against AMAC Atiki Aliatiki does a nice job but he's I mean he's pretty raw and so it's it's frightening now, and and why that is a is a big deal, because when you're not worried about guarding in the paint, throw it all at Alex. And yeah. Just we're gonna you're gonna throw everything at the perimeter, and you're not gonna hurt us because who who are you gonna hurt us with in the paint? 
and and so that's that's a big problem going forward. Yeah, it's 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 truly a quote big problem. Uh, yeah. Richard Harwood's a big that they expected to have that they don't. Gavin Baxter's a big that may be gone for well he's well gone for the year now with an ACL. And Gideon George is as athletic a player as BYU's ever going to have that plays big because of how jumpy he is. And neither one was a, a factor tonight um, for various different reasons. Again, contributing to what went on here tonight in Orem. But uh, full credit to UVU for the victory and Fardos. AMAC is a legit force. 24 points, 22 rebounds for AMAC tonight. All right. Um, we don't have players and we don't have coaches for you uh, courtside, but we do have some recorded comments from Coach Mark Pope a short time ago. BYU Basketball Media Relations Director Tyson Jacks was rolling as Coach Pope gave these comments, and now we have to tell you that there was a lot of noise. It's under the arena, so it's a very loud atmosphere, a lot of background noise. Hopefully, we're going to be able to pick out what we want to from this. And again, the news made from this was when Coach Pope told the media that Gavin Baxter did tear the ACL in his other knee. So an ACL last year and an ACL this year, and Gavin's done for the year. So that news was made, and then Coach Pope talked to the media and again, we will beg your indulgence as it's a little loud, a little bit of background noise, but these are some of Coach Pope's comments post-game a short time ago. Well, and it's the shots we're getting to. Um, you know, we, 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 we can earn ourselves better shots, more in shots. And, you know, we haven't been a great ball team. You know, we run a lot of stuff um, through our bigs at the top, and we spend a lot of time playing two rookie bigs tonight. And, and, you know, they're going to catch up, and they will. They'll, they'll be really good for us. But, uh, you know, it's a ton of room for improvement. This is why we play this schedule, right? Um, we're going to get punched in the mouth more. And the whole idea is how good can we be when we're done with the season. So we have a lot to learn and a lot to grow. And, some younger guys that need to grow really fast, and we will. Um, you, know, it's, it's, you know, we're not going to roll through this gauntlet without being exposed enough times, and it's a good force, and it's healthy. Apologize if this was asked earlier. Well, coach, post game tonight, late, but, uh, uh, we'll end those comments there. A little bit from Coach Pope. Uh, we'll come back and wrap up tonight's broadcast when we come back to the UCCU Center in Orem. BYU falls to UVU tonight. Final score: 72-65 in overtime on the new skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. The BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Well, Mark, uh, the, the month of, uh, the month of uh, December starts in stark contrast to the, the no-loss November, unfortunately, for BYU. Don't listen to this women's soccer team. This has nothing to do with you. <laughs> they're they're going to pick it back up <laughs> and get be, back on the winning track right. on, on Friday night. I'm headed off to Santa Clara and San Jose in the morning. I'll be calling the soccer game Friday night uh, for you. BYU and Santa Clara in the National Final Four. How about that? College Cup, BYU and Santa Clara. Really looking forward to going out there for that. You and Shep will take care of Cougar basketball at Missouri State on Saturday as BYU looks to to bounce back after a really tough night and, again, a night that will resonate, unfortunately, um, into March. And and, uh, and it's just going to be one of those things that, uh, you know, we break down everyone's resume, right? Good wins, bad losses. And for the time being, this is a bad loss. And I th- we think Utah Valley's a good team, right? They're 7-1. and one. Uh, The Ken Palm was not great coming into uh, tonight. This is the only top 100 team I think Utah Valley was going to face 
Um, after Boise State, which was, I think, 68, they had BYU tonight, and then everything else were more winnable games. And so in the toughest game they got, they won it. And so kudos to UVU, and this will certainly bump them up a little bit in Ken Palm. And this may end up being, uh, you know, not, not such a, a black mark by the end of the season. Uh, right now it doesn't feel great, certainly. And uh, BYU is in truly bounce-back mode Saturday in Springfield. Yeah, I mean, as a player, I always like to learn my lessons in in close wins rather than losses. <laughs> you could learn it just as much in a close win. But th- this, for this team, I think will be a reality check. Maybe we're not as good as we think we are and maybe refocus them, hopefully, because like you said, it's it's a tough road ahead. Nobody thought, I don't think in Cougar Nation, this team was going to go undefeated. You didn't expect to lose here tonight, but you lost, and uh, now you've you got another challenge. Go out and get it done, and this team will face some adversity. And you know, I've found in life, uh, as you face diver- adversity, you get stronger. And that, like Coach Pope said, the hope is that th- you know through things like this happening to you, you're a better team at the end. And so there's a lot of room for improvement from a lot of different guys and from the coaching staff. And you and I could probably do a better job too, Greg. So let's just all <laughs> get better and, and uh, move on to the next one. Well, on a night uh, of a few what-ifs, it was the Wolverines' night in the end as Utah Valley wins it by a score of 72-65. to 65. BYU at Missouri State is next up, and that'll be Saturday with a 1 o'clock radio pregame and a 2 o'clock tip here on the network. Our thanks to the crew back at BYU Radio. Jason Shepard, our studio host, Connor Radford, uh, Corbin Radford and Tanner Graff, beg your pardon, Corbin Radford, Tanner Graff, our control board operators, Terry South, our coordinating producer, uh, Sean O'Neill, assistance from Sean as well, our engineers, Barry Squires and Sean Fay, our broadcast intern, Alex Dotson. Thanks to the entire crew in the BYU Broadcast Building. Here courtside, my color commentary colleague is Mr. Mark Durant. We thank BYU's Basketball Media Relations Director Tyson Jex as well. And so for all those folks... My name is Greg Rubel, thanking you for tuning in. BYU falls tonight at UVU by a score of 72-65 in overtime. That is going to do it. I'll be on the road with soccer. Mark and Shep will hit the road for basketball. Busy BYU sports weekend still to come. He'll hope you enjoy it with us. As for tonight, I am Greg Rubel, seeing in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Orem, Utah.